News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the latest deadline for the formation of Stormont's executive has passed as impasse continues due to the DUP's refusal to enter power sharing due to the Northern Protocol. However, the British-based government, Northern Ireland Secretary Chris Heaton-Harris, has indicated that he's going to delay a decision on calling another election. For more on this, we're joined now by Ben Lowry, editor at the Belfast Newsletter, and Brian Feeney, Irish News columnist and political commentator. Ben, I don't think this has come as a surprise to anyone that the deadline has passed, but... If you had a, some kind of a crystal ball and you were looking at the next number of weeks, where do you see all of this going? There has been mood music that maybe some kind of a resolution could be on the table. Good morning. Do we yeah, have... um, it, it wasn't a surprise. And yeah, hello. Hello, Ben. We can hear you now. Can hello? you hear? Hello, yeah. hello, Ben. Okay, good morning. Sorry. Yeah, I'm you're sorry. fine. You're fine. Um, good morning. Yes, um, it uh, it wasn't a surprise, um, as as you were saying. The surprise really was more um, in the autumn when uh, yes. uh, Chris Heaton Harris had, had insisted that there would be an election, and then did a U turn. And we still don't know exactly what happened. There was probably a disagreement in London about the best thing to do, and now there, there there's no real feeling that a, an election is imminent. But in answer to your question, looking forward. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if there was was an election or was a move towards an election in the spring. And one of the things that um, you know, looking at what's going on within within the DUP, um, there are probably there's a um, uncertainty within the DUP about what what to do, and there are there's probably an element of the party that feels um, the best better thing is to accept an election because there is unlikely to be a deal that comes close to meeting the DEP 7 test. The DEP 7 uh, tests and, and ben, are things before like, I bring should not yes, be aboard an RC. Th- 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 those tests, but, but what we're sort of hearing here and certainly in our, being reported in our news is, is that, that there does appear to be some likelihood that the UK and the EU could reach some kind of an agreement. So we could see some agreement occur on, on, on the protocol. And then it depends on what, how Northern Ireland, of course, reacts to that. So, so should there be, do you think, a, a, an agreement between the EU and, and the UK? Do you think that it is likely, if it doesn't meet every single one of the DUP's tests, some of which seem unlikely to be met, um, that, that we will continue with an impasse? I, I think that I think that I think there's a very high likelihood of an impasse because because of the fact that um, uh, it's unlikely to meet the okay. the, the DUP's request, as you say, and 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 as, as Jim Allister was saying, and he was saying it last night on the BBC, and he said, he said that um, the EU is not even the the terms in which it's prepared to negotiate um, the mandate that it has doesn't even address the constitutional question. So the difficulty for the DUP will be will almost certainly be a minimising of checks. But none okay. of the fundamental change. Okay, and, and that's the problem. Let me bring Brian Feeney in uh, uh, of the Irish News. Brian, do you agree with, with Ben's assessment? What, what what's your view on, on on this quagmire that that Northern Ireland appears to be stuck in? Yeah, no, I, I think I think Ben's Ben's right. I think that uh, some people in the DUP think it's best to cut their losses uh, and go back into an executive. But I do think the majority of unionists. Uh, majority of DUP uh, members uh, will not go into an executive and certainly not in the short term. I mean, the, the, the reality is there is no way back to a pre-Brexit Northern Ireland. There will be problems with uh, EU control over tax and state aid, and the British government intends to diverge from EU regulations in a whole series of ways, and those problems will remain. And the, that's a real issue for for the DUP. They've got to make a choice. There's another aspect. It isn't just that one election 
say there was a deal, uh, there will be a deal between the UK and the EU. Yeah. But if there's a deal, say, say about end of March or thereabouts, and there's an election, there is another election, and that's the council elections in Northern Ireland on the 18th of May. Now, there's no way the DUP are going to go into an executive having not succeeded in getting their requirements met and then fight the council elections in May, uh, having gone into an executive and in, f in effect recognized the protocol, made a deal, accepted a deal that they said they wouldn't accept. Because um, do you think they'd be wiped the, out it, in those local elections? They they would certainly come under enormous criticism from Jim Allister, the TUV, yeah. from unionist bloggers. I say, you know, you, you promised this and this and this, and in fact, you went back with your tail between your okay. legs. Okay, well then let, let me put that to, to Ben. Ben, is unionism at, at some kind of a crossroads here? There are the hardliners who, who, who absolutely want to make no concessions on any front. And then there are ones who, who must, there must surely be people within the unionist community and indeed among unionist politicians who, who are unionists, but nonetheless want to see an assembly and a functioning executive and, and other aspects of politics being able to be, I suppose, dealt with within the North. Is there going to be a rift? Is there going to be some kind of a, a conflict between those groups? Yes, I don't think I've ever really seen so um, previously so explicitly a three-way split within unionism. So what you have in the parties, the, the parties that, that, that even in the Republic of Ireland are, are probably, you know, reasonably well known, which is the Ulster Unionist Party, which is yeah. now particularly moderate because it's people who haven't gone to the DUP and they're, they're often people who really quite dislike the DUP, the sort of mainstream, which is now reflected by the DUP and Jim Allister and Jim Allister um, got 66,000 votes at, at the uh, last assembly. Unfortunately, it would have been closer to 100. It hasn't been. Ben, so my, my sincere apologies because I'm ex extremely interested in what you're saying, but unfortunately, your line is breaking down for some. I think we will have to leave it there. But but thank you very much for coming on and speaking to us. And, and we wish you well. Uh, it's not an easy time for Northern Ireland. That was Ben Lowry, there, editor of the Belfast Newsletter, and Brian Feeney, Irish news columnist and political commentator. Yeah, big decision coming yeah. from the DUP. Do they stay or do they uh, go? And it's going to. Uh, it's going to be a really important decision. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.